Welcome to Walk the Talk with Israel Ronald, a weekly podcast that shatters the two biggest lies. One, that you are supposed to have it all together and that everyone's life is perfect but yours. Welcome back to Walk the Talk. First, thank you all for listening in. Thanks for subscribing and downloading our podcasts. I want to remind you to subscribe and share our show with family and friends and let's keep walking the talk together. I am your host, Israel Ronald, and I'm so excited to have you here on the show. A person who trusts in the Lord and depends on God throughout his life may stumble and fall over and over again, but he won't stay down. He will overcome obstacles and challenges by God's grace and strength, dusting himself off and rising up again. On the other hand, one disaster is just enough to overthrow the wicked. The book of Proverbs chapter 24 verse 16 says that the ungodly have no power to rise above adversity. Once they are down, they cannot pick themselves up. In short, they fall for good. <laughs> Listening friend, are you familiar with this? Perhaps you've fallen before or at the verge of falling. All of us have fallen in one way or another. I have good news for you. You may fall, but as long as the Lord still lives, you'll surely get up again. The Bible records a very interesting story that I think is worth recalling. According to the 18th chapter of the book of John, Simon Peter denied Christ three times. Now, I want you to picture this with me. At a time when Jesus needed Peter the most, he boldly said he never knew him. If you can recall, this is the very man that had promised to stick with the Savior through thick and thin. Just a few verses in the book of John. But here's what's interesting about Jesus. The book of John records that when Jesus had finished eating breakfast with his disciples, say to Simon Peter, this was a time when Jesus had uh, risen from the dead. Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? And Peter goes on to, to reply with a yes, and Jesus assigns his ship to him. Jesus knew that Peter would fall, but that's not all he knew. He was also well aware that Peter would rise up again from his defeat. This is not an excuse for intentionally sinning against God in the hope that he will forgive us and heal us again. If this is the case, then we are taking his grace for granted and the apostle Paul boldly says there is no more grace for such individuals. Now, someone may be wondering, who is a righteous man? Here is Solomon's definition. The wisest man that ever lived wrote in the book of Proverbs, and according to him, a righteous man typically refers to a person of strong moral character, emphasizing that he is respectable, honest, principled, and honorable. And if I'm to put it flat, a person that is living right. In the Hebrew language, the word translated as falls can mean falls down, like as in literally no longer remaining upright, or figuratively experiences disaster, tragedy, or ruin. Rises again conveys the literal meaning of gets back up after falling, as well as the figurative sense of overcomes adversity or becomes prosperous again. So, I want to re-echo those words. Probably you've heard them so many times and they have lost meaning in your life. Maybe the recovering process for, from your fall has taken longer than expected. Whatever the case may be, for you listening friend, I want to let you know that sooner or later, the salvation of the Lord will rise like the sun. Your weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. And it's my prayer that your healing will come quicker than you expected. May he make everything beautiful in its time and give you beautiful ashes in the name of Jesus. 
This too happens to Job. A wealth man loses all he had in a span of just one day, including his own sons and daughters. Job was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil, according to Job 1.1. And this defines a righteous man, so to say. He had ten children and was a man of great wealth. Satan accused Job of honoring God only because God had blessed him. So, God allowed Satan to take away Job's wealth and children. Later, God allowed Satan to afflict Job physically. Job grieved deeply but did not charge God with wrongdoing. Job never lost his faith in God, even under the most heartbreaking circumstances that tested his faith to the core. In other words, like I gave a comparison between followers and disciples in my second episode titled Devoted, you should check it out if uh, you haven't listened to it. I'll uh, include the details in the bio. Job was a disciple and not a follower. I wonder how many of us can still cling to the Lord after the enemy torments us to the core. It's hard to imagine losing everything you own in one day, prosperity, property, possessions, and even children. Most of us would sink into depression and perhaps even become suicidal. Though depressed enough to cast the door of his bath, Job never cast God, nor did he waver in his understanding that God was still in control. Oh God, we need such faith. We need such an assurance that God is in control, even when everything says otherwise. Perseverance is one of the blessings of those who choose right living because God is on their side. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them up by his hand. According to Psalm 37, verse 23 to 24. So friends, even when enemies rage against us, sickness and death surrounding us, a righteous man says, do not laugh at me, my enemies. For though I fall, I will rise again. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. And this is what I want to remind you today. Your business may be going through a mess right now. Maybe your family is at the verge of, of breaking. I want to assure you that as, the, as long as the Lord lives, you will surely see the light. There is light at the end of this tunnel. Another lesson to consider in a righteous man falls seven times is that the godly can expect to encounter trouble and hardships in life. God's people aren't uh, promised freedom from worldly cares, losses, trials, or attacks of the enemy. As Jesus said in, his, in, in the Bible that in this world we will have trouble, but we should take heart because he has overcome. What an interesting encouragement. Because Christ has overcome, we can be sure to overcome that no matter what comes our way, no matter what the enemy throws at us, we are going to merge out victorious. The Bible says that um, the weapons will be forged against us, but thank God none of them will prosper. Because that is the heritage of the righteous. So even so, the Lord watches over his children. He promises to be with us in the trouble, to deliver us and honor us. We can trust wholly in the Lord because he rescues us out of our misfortunes. Friends, the story of Job we shared earlier doesn't end in disaster. It reminds us that God is in control. And this is the very thing. Whatever you're going on right now, there is a second chapter to whatever you're going on in the name of Jesus. There is beautiful ashes. There is a triumph or defeat in the name of Jesus. So often we wonder why God allows something. 
some things to happen in our lives. We question and doubt God's goodness without seeing the full picture. From Job, we learn to trust God under all circumstances. We must trust God not only when we do understand, but because we do not understand. The psalmist tells us, as for God, his way is perfect. If God's ways are perfect, then we can trust that whatever he does and whatever he allows is perfect also. This may not seem possible to us, but our minds are not God's mind. It is true that we cannot expect to understand his mind perfectly, as he reminds us, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as far as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Nevertheless, our responsibility to God is to obey him, to trust him, and to submit to his will, whether we understand it or not. God saves those who love him and protects those who acknowledge his name. Psalm 91 verse 14. The righteous calls on the Lord and he answers them. We may fall seven times, but the Lord hears our cries. He upholds us when we stumble. He lifts us out of the mud and man sets our feet on solid ground. What an assurance. Likewise, we can't let shortcomings and failures keep us down and discouraged. Our ultimate victory over every enemy, including sin and death, is assured through Jesus Christ our Lord. We will make many mistakes in this walk of faith, but God will give us the strength to get up, to start again, to try over and to succeed in the end of it all. The Bible reminds us that for his grace is sufficient and his power perfected in our weaknesses. So listening friend, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know how many times you've fallen. I want to assure you that a promise was made to us and God is not going to go back on his word. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you rise from your fall in the name of Jesus, that you will see victory over defeat, that the Lord will give you success in everything that you do, that he will bless the works of your hands in the name of Jesus. I pray that that sickness will leave, that that debt will be paid for in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm praying for beauty out of your ashes. I'm praying for success in the name of Jesus. I'm praying that the Lord Creator of heaven and earth will see you through. It's in the name of Jesus that we do pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Walk the Talk podcast. We value your support and welcome your feedback or comments. Just drop us a line at israel.ronald7 at outlook.com. That is, israel.ronald7 at outlook.com.